So this morning, we're going to do a whistle-stop tour about forgiveness. Are you ready? I'm going to say, are you ready in a minute? And I want you to say, we are ready, okay? My dad does this with us, with races and stuff. So I'm going to say, are you ready? And you say, we are ready, okay? You ready? Church, are you ready? Fantastic. (laughs) So the first thing we need to establish this morning is that God, through his son, Jesus, did everything that was needed and necessary for us to come back to a relationship with him. Every sin that we ever committed, that we ever will commit, was put on Jesus so that we could come to him. This afternoon, we're going to have baptisms. Who's coming? to the baptisms. Fantastic. If you're not planning to come and you can change your plans, come. It's going to be so good. Let's celebrate with those that are going to identify with being buried just like Jesus was and then raised to life again. Every sin washed away, a brand new start in him today. Let's come together and celebrate with him, with them and with God too. Okay. I'm slightly excited. Can you tell? I'm going to bring it down a notch and take a breath. So, (laughs) don't laugh at me, Javon. Don't laugh at me. You need to pray for me sitting there. Pray for me that I can calm down and do really well on stage. So, Jesus died for the sins of the whole world. They were all on him. A sacrifice that only he could make, that he did so willingly for each and every one of us. And today, as those people are baptized, they're going to be saying, thank you, God, for the sacrifice that you made so that I could come to God clean, without any barriers, with nothing in the way can come completely um, accepted to you. So some verses that I'm just going to throw out, but John 3.16 says, God sent his only son. He was the only one that he had, so that whoever believes in him could have everlasting life. Whoever you are today, you can have everlasting life. You can live forever after this world has ended. But also in this life and in this world now, you can live a life that pleases God, that has purpose. Um, Yeah, that's just incredible. There's nothing quite like it, as you've heard from all our young people this morning. So we're going to look at some verses found in Matthew 18. So if you want to turn there in your Bibles or get your, get your phone out, we're going to read something together. And it's Peter having a conversation with Jesus. And he came to Jesus and he asked him, Lord, how often should I forgive someone who sins against me? Seven times? And I reckon Peter probably thought when he said that to Jesus, being quite generous, seven times seven times you think that's probably enough like you know like they soon mount up I hate this glasses thing just just saying it's my first time speaking and having to do this but we'll go with it so Jesus has this conversation with him and he goes on to say no not seven times but 70 times seven then he goes on to tell this story he says therefore the kingdom of heaven can be compared to a king who decided to bring his accounts up to date with servants who had borrowed money for him in the process, one, had debtor, one of his debtors was brought in who owed him millions of dollars. He couldn't pay, so his master ordered that he be sold along with his wife and his children and everything he owned to pay the debt. But the man fell down before his master and begged him, 
Please be patient with me and I will pay it all. Then the master was filled with pity for him and he released him and forgave the debt. But when the man left the king, he went to a fellow servant who owed him a few thousand dollars. He grabbed him by the throat and commanded he pay. His fellow servant fell down before him and begged for a little bit more time. Be patient with me and I will pay it, he pleaded, but his creditor wouldn't wait. He had the man arrested and put in prison until the debt could be paid in full. When some of the other servants saw this, they were very upset. They went to the king and told him everything that had happened. Then the, call, the king called the man in that he had forgiven and said, You evil servant, I forgave you that tremendous debt because you pleaded with me. Shouldn't you have mercy on your fellow servant just as I had mercy on you? Then the angry king sent the man to prison to be tortured until he had paid the entire debt. That's what my heavenly father will do with you if you refuse to forgive your brothers and sisters from the heart. I find it interesting that Jesus uses this story um, to illustrate the forgiveness of God because it's not just about the forgiveness that we've received, but it's also about the forgiveness that we then show this morning. And um, have you ever owed a debt that you just felt like, oh, not financial debt, but you owed someone something. It could be financial debt that's just beyond you and felt the pressure and the weight of that upon you. Imagine this guy who owns millions of dollars and the king is saying, not only is your life going to be taken from you, but your children, your wife, everything you own, it's all gone. That, that's how bad your debt is. That's the punishment that's required. However, once he's begged for mercy, he shows him some mercy and says, that's okay, come on, we're going to let you off that debt. Could you imagine the relief as you and your wife and children were going to be thrown into jail, but then your extended kindness and freedom and walk away with no debt? Like, I just cannot imagine the relief that must come. And then he sees old matey coming down the road who owes him a thousand pounds and then treats him so harshly. And it kind of feels shocking. You read it and you think, that's shocking, that is. How could you be forgiven of so much and then treat someone else so badly yet? Do you know what? I'll tell you this. If ever you want to just deal with something in your life, ask for an opportunity to speak about it. <laughs> because all week, or actually for weeks now, I've been looking at forgiveness. And do you know what I've realized? Often, the big things in our lives, we know we have to deal with them. So when somebody's abused you, when someone's hurt you, when there's been really big trauma and stuff like that, we know it needs our focus and attention. So we're constantly bringing it to God and asking him to help us with that. But what I've realized is that some of the smaller things, we just let go we think it's okay to have little grudges or little gripes or little moans or little gossips with other people. We think that's okay. And actually, the Bible is really, really clear. We are called not to judge and not to forgive. Do you know what God pointed out to me? I've got a friend who can be quite judgy. And I always think, oh, don't be so judgy. I love her to bits. But oh, why do you have to be so judgy? But I'm judging her for being judgy. 
And I always like think, oh, I'm a bit better because I'm not as judgy as her, I'm a bit more gracious. Like actually, no, we're called not to judge and we're called to forgive. And it, the Bible is so clear about it. And I think for me, this last week or so, I've just been giving myself a really good talking to. There's conversations that I've had with people about others that I shouldn't have had. There's times I've moaned or complained or griped about others and I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have done it. And um, this morning, I want you to really search your heart. Um, I want you to really just have a moment. We're going to have that moment in a minute where you just really search your heart and allow God. You say, search my heart. Show me the, the things that might be hidden. Show me stuff that's in here. Because do you know what that will do? Carrying those little things. Carrying the big things too. But especially lots of those little things. It creates distance between you and God. It creates a barrier when you've started judging the people that are around you, when you've said mean things about your sisters or your brothers, like it creates a barrier between you and God. And actually we're accountable for God, to God about what we let in here, about what we let out, about what we let out of here. We're accountable to God. And actually it's not okay. And I say this with, the, with so much love and grace this morning because just like you need the grace of God. So do I, massively. And um, God's given me lots of opportunities this week to just see little things that I thought, oh, I've been keeping that in my heart. Like, oh, I saw a person that once, once said something years ago about my child, one of my children. And when I saw them, I thought, hmm, I remember what you said. <laughs> I didn't go any further than that, but that is what I thought. And I actually thought, oh, I don't really want to talk to you. <laughs> That was as bad as it got, but I, but I did think that. So actually, I think God wants us to just, just have a little reflection, to think about what's going on in our hearts, because it says, if we don't forgive others, God can't forgive us. If we can't let things go, then God's going to hold on to the things about us. Now, if we can, and we can, can't we? Because we just do this. I choose to forgive them. I choose to forgive Sean for the things he says about my driving. Right there and then, done, gone. And I say it in joking, but actually we've all been hurt. We've all had things said about us or things done to us or felt let down or disappointed or resentful, all that stuff. We've all, we've all been through it. No one's exempt. No one's life's perfect. We've all had it. But actually we have a moment, we have a choice and we can choose. And actually, do you know what that brings? Freedom freedom. There's nothing like it. There's nothing like when you experience the forgiveness of God in your heart, the freedom that comes. When you let something go, the freedom that comes, the freedom that comes is just incredible. So I just want to share a few verses and then we're going we're gonna to sing again and worship God. So I want to just share some verses because this is the truth. This is the truth of the word of God. If you haven't got Bibles, but you have got like a pen and paper, just write these down. So Ephesians 4, I can't remember what verse it is. Is it coming up on the stage? Yeah, 31, 32. It says, lay aside bitter words, temper tantrums, revenge, profanity and insults. But instead, be kind and affectionate towards one another. Has God graciously forgiven you? Then graciously forgive one another in the depths of Christ's love. Could it be any clearer? No clearer. Okay, another one. Matthew 6 verses 14 and 15 says, And when you pray, 
Make sure you forgive the faults of others so that your Father in heaven will also forgive you. But if you withhold forgiveness from others, your Father withholds forgiveness from you. Pretty clear? Okay, this is what I've been dealing with for the last few weeks, so you need to just be taking this to heart now. 1 John 1 verses 8 to 9. If we claim we have no sin, we're only fooling ourselves and not living in the truth. But if we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all wickedness. Fantastic, isn't it? It's not, Corbin says to me sometimes, mum, it's not that deep. It's not that deep. You know, forgive others, you're going to be forgiven. And actually, we're not just going to be forgiven in part, in full, completely wiped away from our lives. And then Isaiah 43 verse 25 says this, I, yes, I alone will blot out your sins for my own sake and will never think of them again. How amazing is God that actually when we come to him, we confess our sin, whatever it is, the big stuff, the small stuff, the stuff that seems really bad and especially Christians like put it in a different category, maybe like sexual sin or drugs or stuff like that. But actually even all that stuff, we bring it to God, we ask him to forgive us, gone done, dealt with, cost Jesus his life, but actually for us is so, so simple. How amazing is God? Incredible. Okay, just two more verses. We can get the band back up, I think. Colossians 3 verse 13 says, make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Who? Anyone who offends you. We're not given permission for, you know, those offenses that are really bad. Oh, you can keep those, you poor thing. No, there's no, like, there's no allowances. Actually, forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Luke 6, verse 37 says, Do not judge others, and you will not be judged. Do not condemn others, otherwise it will come back against you. Forgive others, and you will be forgiven. God has made the necessary sacrifice for us, hasn't he? He did all that was necessary. Nothing was left out. And today we can come to him. We can find forgiveness for anything that's gone on past, present. I know for me, I'm like, God, every sin covered by you, I just can't even fathom it. Today we are called to search our hearts in this moment, to search our hearts, to ask God to show you if there's areas that need attention. If there's things that you've been hanging on to or holding on to, that you can let it go. And some of that's tough, especially if you're living with something that's hard day in, day out. Because you might deal with it today and say, I forgive them and have the same treatment tomorrow. But God knows that and his grace is sufficient, his mercy is sufficient for you to do it. And I believe that when we do, when we just put forgiveness at the forefront of our hearts and minds, as we daily want to walk in that, I think we'll see the miraculous happen. As we extend grace, have you ever had someone that's just so kind to you, that's just so, so kind to you, and you just feel like you don't deserve it? That's God, isn't it? So kind to us. Like It just feels so undeserved, yet he just gives us grace. Despite our faults and failings, this gives us the grace that we need. And I'm not belittling some of the stuff that you've been through in your life. There's hard stuff. There's stuff that's really hard to forgive. But I know as you choose in God to do that. You know, Jesus was hanging on a cross 
the very people that were crucifying, that put nails through his hands, he was able to say, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. He's our greatest example, isn't he? He's our greatest example. And just one final thought that I want you to just leave with you is that today you also need to be able to forgive yourself. For me, a huge journey as a young, only in my 20s and everything, was being able to forgive myself for some of the stuff that I'd done, some of the ways I treated people, some of the lies that I'd told, was being able to forgive myself. But you know what? Some of the clearest images I've had of God, some of the clearest times that I feel like I've seen God show up have been in moments when I've just been before Him, just been saying, I'm sorry. When I think of just one moment, and I used to, oh, goodness me. About when having a termination as a teenager, I used to go to God all the time. Nobody knew, nobody knew in my life that I'd done that. And I would go to God time and time again. I'm crying because I just remember God being so kind. And one of the times that I was up the front, again, I was at Bible school by this point, but I was at the front praying. And um, I was saying, God, I'm just so sorry. I'm just so sorry I let you down. Like, I just don't deserve your forgiveness. I just had such a clear image. The only time in my whole Christian life of God the Father, not Jesus, but God the Father, holding that baby that I just so easily made that decision about as a teenager and, um, and just telling me it was okay. And my life was changed in that moment. My life was changed in that moment. Other times when I've had to forgive things like abuse and stuff like that in our family and us, my life's been changed in the moments when I have taken that before God and yours can too. Do you believe it? Do you believe it? Okay. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. I don't know where it came from. <laughs> John thinks it's funny. <laughs> She's like, oh, she's crying again. You've been around a long time, Javon, and I do cry quite a lot. So we're going to pray this morning. If you're new to church, if you're new here, I'm sorry about my over-emotion response this morning. But actually, the God that I talk about is real. The Jesus that I talk about is real. He died for yours and my sin so that we could come to God with a clear conscience. And we, I just want you to... Um, bow your heads this morning. We're going to pray. We're going to pray a prayer. I'd like you to pray it after me. We're going to pray, Dear Father, I come to you today knowing that I've messed up, that I've got things wrong. And I thank you for sending Jesus to put things right, for forgiving my sin. And today I choose you. And I ask you to empower me to live a life that honours you. Amen. Keep your heads bowed for a minute. If this morning you're here and you prayed that prayer for the first time, then I want you just to raise it really quick. It's between you and God. Okay, thank you. Is there anyone else? You prayed that prayer, you meant it in that moment. You don't know what the future holds, you don't know what this might entail, but you meant it. You just wanted to be right before God. Anyone else? I'm going to give you three, two, one. Okay, fantastic.
for the rest of us, let's stand to our feet. We're going to worship God some more. I just want to pray for you. Thank you, Lord. Okay. Thank you, God. Okay, let's just raise our hands. Raise our hands, that sign of surrender, remember. Father, we come, we come to you right now. We acknowledge that you alone are the one that makes a way for each and every one of us. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for the sacrifice, that perfect lamb of God that took away every single sin. Thank you, God. Thank you for forgiving our sins, everyone, every single one. And right now, God, in this moment, we ask you to just come to speak to us. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, would you come? Would you come? Would you speak to our hearts? 